guacamole. It's 2022. Oh, pitching Yay. a punch for the first of the month. <laughs> first no day returns. of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, first day of the year. That's right. Exactly. Oh. So it's all very exciting. Moving off to 2022. Oh, it's going to take a while to get used to writing I that, know, isn't it? I know it is, yeah. exactly. So I hope you've, uh, between Christmas and now, you've walked up off all that beautiful, you know, those desserts and all that ham and all those beautiful recipes that we actually helped, you know, supply, didn't yeah. we, for the Christmas day. So hope you're getting over that. And uh, we're looking into the new year with new lot of recipes and we hope you enjoy this year as much as we're going to oh hopefully you're on coast access radio by the way if you've just tuned in 104.7 fm there's no rest for the wicked gail was here on christmas day and she's here on new year's day obviously you don't have a hangover uh no i don't no <laughs> uh, unvined that's me unvined. unvined at the appropriate times <laughs> oh i like that i like that all right. Well, actually, for those people who are feeling a little wee bit sort of dehydrated today, you've got a recipe to start off that might make them feel a little bit brighter. Well, I have. And uh, this is actually quite easy. And I must admit, when I saw this, I went straight out and brought some ice block containers. Oh, really? But yes, I did. Because I thought it looked so lovely. And I thought it's, um, you know, everybody's going to have their families around still on New Year's Day today. Yeah. And I just thought, well, this is actually good if you know they're coming. Well, you can make some of Henry's summer fruit ice blocks and have them in the freezer prior to them coming. So I went out and bought these ice block things, but I haven't made any yet, but I'm going to. So first of all, we're going to chop up one cup of your favourite summer fruit in bite-sized chunks. Now, I'm going to tell you that you can actually buy uh, frozen fruit that's got pineapple berries, strawberries, raspberries, the whole lot in it. So if you feel inclined to do that, but hey, it doesn't really matter because it's actually going to get blitzed anyway. But, you know, you can just make it one flavour or whatever, but just cut those up so they're easier to go into the the blender. And if you want to, um, one cup's not a lot. Um, So if you want to, you know, just double the recipe, I think, or just make one lot and then make another lot. You know, sometimes it's easier that way. So we're chopping that up and you're adding the fruit to the blender. Uh, And of course, if you're um, helping out with this, kids, you know, don't turn on the blender on your own because you might forget to put the lid on. And uh, that'll be lovely. Finger ice blocks. <laughs> oh, finger ice blocks. But yeah, decorate the uh, the kitchen um, walls with all the fruit. So, um, you know, be very careful. Have supervision if you want to help. And then you're adding 400 grams of beautiful, you know, sort of Greek yogurt or cream yogurt. Now, it can be natural or fruited, whichever you prefer. So it's a 400 gram pottle, which is, you know, a reasonable amount. And because we are making ice blocks and they're sort of going to be creamy. And add a half a cup of dairy or coconut milk. So coconut milk might be quite nice, actually. Just add a a little bit of a different flavour. And for those that are dairy intolerant, well, basically, oh, mind you, the yoghurt. But but anyway, the coconut milk would be my choice. And then you're adding um, liquid honey to taste. I've just discovered, you know, that I've found another lot of comb honey in my pantry. And I thought, oh, I didn't know that was there. So I've taken it out and put it in the fridge because it's perfectly okay. But I'm going to use it for, you know, for liquid, you know, for the liquid honey that I need because, you know, I can melt it. Now, once you've got all these ingredients together, blend until nice and smooth. Probably... 
less than half a minute, you know, 20 seconds, but make sure that it is mixed. And I don't think it'll matter too much if you get a hunk of fruit, but, you know, just do that. Blend it up well and then pour into the ice block moulds and freeze straight away. Now, my mould that I brought already had the stick you know, the little thing with it. So if you're going to do that, don't forget to put some sticks in or something because it'd be very difficult to get out and very <laughs> difficult to eat. So uh, I'm going to say at least, you know, put those in the freezer for at least a couple of hours, and I don't even think that's enough. I think, if you you know, you really need to, to make them, you know, maybe the night before you eat them yeah. or if you're going to have them late in the afternoon, make them in the morning and... Uh, they will be beautiful. They will be beautiful. So as we proceed during the year, I will, you know, in the first month, I'm going to make these and I'll come back to you with how they were, you know, how they turned out yeah, and how they tasted, which is most important. They'll go down real quick in your household, I'm sure. I think mm-hmm. so. I think so. And I'm not sure actually um, how many they make. Um, but if you've got a six, six ice blocks, I mean... You know, wait till they freeze, put the the, the mixture in the fridge and um, do another lot. Yeah, I'm absolutely. not quite sure. Yeah. We used to have one of those things, and I don't, I don't think it was Tupperware. I think it was cheaper in the 70s. Oh, the Crikey. Tupperware ones, yeah. And they had the little plastic sticks. That's right, they did it. And they weren't coloured either. They were that plain... Ugly. Oh no, I was plastic. Oh, were they? I think oh. we had red, green, and orange little sticks that you put in. But Mum would just make it out of Raro or something like that. Oh we had yeah, Raro yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's nice. And you'd you get do. to the end of it, and you'd be chewing away on the sort of stick thing. But then Mum wanted it back, so sometimes you got an ice block and you got someone's chewed sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be might be a good idea. To Keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure that the kids don't munt the sticks. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's our first one to kick off the new year. Here Henry Summer Fruit Ice Blocks. Oh, yum, yum. And you look quite trendy when you've made your own ice blocks Oh, as well. I think it's actually quite nice. Yeah, It's always easy to go and buy stuff, eh? It's yeah. always easy to go and buy stuff. But it, it, but it's great when you've made something yourself. And much less so sugar Real as well. pride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, like coleslaw. Like everyone goes to the deli and buys coleslaw and they go, oh, can I have a little container of coleslaw or a big container of coleslaw? Make um, your own. Yes. Now, this one was given to me by a friend who will probably be listening because I think he knows that I'm going to put it out over today. Well, what's your friend's name? Mark. Mark. Mark Petty. Hello, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Kia ora, Mark. uh, Yeah. And he's made this and he said it's really, really nice because we were talking about, you know, my recipes and and, uh, coast access. And uh, anyway, I said to him, he said, oh, I've got a really good... um, red cabbage coleslaw that I make and he said it's really yummy but I have to send you the link because it actually has come off um you know this guy has actually um made this and it's called John Waite's slaw you know so but I just call it red cabbage slaw but it is actually you know it's one that he got off and um and he uses it too so I thought hmm well, he do, he's pretty fussy. He, you know, likes good food. So let's just start off with this. And I've got red cabbage in the garden. So mm. I've basically, I've written this down because I'm going to be using this one because I want to try it. Uh, because mainly I've got red cabbages. <laughs> so it's 200 grams of red cabbage, one medium red onion, 200 grams of carrot grated, two tablespoons of sea salt, that's the coarse salt, 75 grams of caster sugar, one tablespoon of red wine vinegar, 
three tablespoons of mayonnaise, one tablespoon of sour cream. So there's your ingredients. And the method is finally slice onions and cabbage. Now, red cabbages, you know, it's quite, it's a bit harder to cut than the green cabbages. It's more sort of solid. Fibrous. Yeah, it is. And to cut it fine, or if you're lucky enough to have a mandolin, which I still haven't found, um, you could use the mandolin, you know, because that really does it fine, and it suggests that. But uh, we just use a sharp knife, you know, and just be careful with the fingers. So finely slice the onions and the cabbage and put into a bowl with the grated carrot. Sprinkle over the salt and vinegar and cover and at, and leave for at least an hour or so or a bit longer. Then that draws out the... Uh, the moisture, mm-hmm. I think, or draws out, you know, so you need to sort of wash it, put it under running cold water and get all that sort of salt and um, I think it was the sh- salt and vinegar and sort of basically, you know, squeeze it all out the moisture um, and it'll be a little bit limp, but it still will be crunchy. And then put the veggie in a bowl with the remaining ingredients and stir till well combined. Now, this will keep five days in the fridge in a well-sealed jar, good old AG jar or something. But, of course, we know that when you're making something like that, it's always nice to eat it fresh. So, you know, basically, that's this recipe. And uh, I haven't got an illustration, but if you want to go and find it, um, you can. And it looks really yummy with that sort of red, the red onion and the, the orange um, carrot. Looks really, really good. Yeah, with the mayonnaise and sour cream through it. Looks really nice. And it's not too overdone. You know, sometimes when you buy coleslaw, it's, you know, like, you know, floating in a lot of mayo. But um, but this looks really, really nice. So enjoy that. That would be a good one, um, you know, to serve up for tea tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That goes with everything, really. It does. Leftover ham. I'm sure you've still got some in your fridge. <laughs> and, um, yes, I was looking for, actually, some recipes for leftover ham, but uh, not too many of them came forward. And I think, you know, you could probably use your own initiative for something like that, you know, for your leftover ham. Absolutely. Always nice fried. Yeah, I like it fried, yum, too. Yum. Yeah, with a bit of circle of pineapple on the top or something like that. Oh, you can keep mm. your pineapple. I had it, I had it uh, actually, for a meal at a restaurant um, – the other night, and I must admit that um, the way they did it, it was beautiful. It was just warm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what flavour they had on it, but it was it was really lovely. Was Probably it put a bit of um, maple syrup or something. Ooh, don't know, but yeah. it was very nice. But anyway, there we are. That's the um, the, the slaw, red cabbage slaw. Yeah. I can't believe we're on the 1st of January already, Gail. I can't believe it, no. I can't believe it. Another year of, well, I don't know. I hope it's not uncertainty, so mm. let's be positive, eh? I know. Let's. We don't have any other option, really. No, we don't. Hey, and it's our birthday month next month as well. I know. We'll start telling the listeners now. <laughs> we'll get the cards oh, yes, rolling yeah. in. Oh, of course, yes, yeah. <laughs> Just like they did last year. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs>
Madonna. Oh my goodness, that was 80s, wasn't it? Holiday! <laughs> yes, well, a lot of you will be on holiday. Yeah, no rest for you, though. You're into the maple melting moments for well, holidays. I am, yes. Well, you know, I was making some shortbread, actually, and um, I thought to myself as I was pouring the icing sugar into the container, because I'd, you know, run out, made quite a bit of shortbread, actually, and... Um, I looked at, I was pouring it in and I was sort of looked and I thought, oh, a recipe. Is that any good? And then I thought, hmm, maple melting moments. Oh, I think my listeners will quite like that one. And she's sitting here with the back of the bag, the back of the what, icing oh, yeah. sugar bag, hearing at this tiny recipe, especially for you. Oh, look, honestly, I just cut it out and I thought, yes, I'm, I'm going to throw the bag away and I'm cutting out the recipe so um, yeah I can actually see it it's quite small but uh, but anyway I thought these would be quite nice for a, something to have in the tin for all those visitors that you're getting mm. so we start off with 250 grams of butter and a half a cup of icing sugar one teaspoon of vanilla essence and one and a half cups of plain flour and three quarters of a cup of corn flour. Main ingredients in salt bread type things is corn flour mm. and the icing sugar. I think it gives it that smooth sort of um, consistency. You know, yeah, consistency. <laughs> now, now I'll give you the filling. The filling is just fifty grams of butter softened, and uh, three quarters of a cup of the icing sugar, and one tablespoon of Chelsea maple syrup so that's why you know they've called maple melting moments mm. yes so so here we go you're preheating the oven to 180 degrees um, line two baking trays with baking paper beat butter icing sugar and vanilla with an electric mixer until lovely and creamy you might have to scrape down the sides with the spatula Sift in the flour and corn flour and mix well. It will resemble breadcrumbs, so don't worry. Then you're getting a spoon and you're rolling heaps of um, the teaspoons into balls and place on a baking tray. Now, press lightly with a fork. Now, you know that these biscuits won't spread. Okay, so you've seen melting moments, they don't spread. So what size you put them on the tray mm. is the size they're going to come out of the oven. That's so good to know because it is. whenever they don't I make spread. biscuits, they yeah. all go bleh. Yeah, a lot of them do. But melting moments apparently, you know, they don't spread. So if you're rolling it up into a ball, press lightly with a, with a fork because you get that lovely little squiggle on the top or just with a spoon and just sort of judge that because you're putting two together. Mm. So, okay. So you've um, put those on the um, baking tray and they uh, bake them for 12 to 15 minutes until firm and golden, not brown. Brown takes the look away. So, you know, shortbread and all that, just beautiful, just a golden, golden colour. And then cool on the wire rack. And then for the filling, all you're doing is beating um, all the ingredients until light and fluffy and join the biscuits together with a generous spread of filling. And there you are, maple melting moments. It's, oh, I feel like the melting moments in my mouth already, but, um, but there you are. 
Mm. Um, did I mention to you that I won the Welsh cake competition? Did I mention <gasps> that last week? No, you didn't. You've oh. been keeping that news from oh, me. I was just thinking about it because um, yeah. I, I, I did actually, they had a competition at the uh, Welsh Society Christmas function and there was a, uh, three entrants, so I wasn't the only entrant, <laughs> and I got first prize. So I actually made the Welsh cakes fresh yeah. and um, took them down, and I put them on a nice plate because I always think that counts. Yes. And made them all the same size and lots of lovely caster sugar over the top and good amount of butter in them, but with the currants and everything. And I won first prize, and I got a shield. Oh, wow, that's so yeah, cool. I should have bought my shield in to show you. Yeah, you should have. I should have, but Aww. never mind. But anyway, that was interesting that I, um, yeah, I did that. So oh. I'm just letting you know because it's all part to do with the cooking program. Well, yeah, we are at the table with yeah. Gail. Yeah, that's right. And I think Gail. I've, you know, like maybe last year um, I might have given out my recipe for Welsh cakes. I'm not sure. Oh, I think but you did. That I think I out. did. So... Dive into the into Facebook. the archives <laughs> and uh, see if you can find that because gee, they're, they're beautiful, fresh. They really are. But anyway, award-winning Welsh cakes from <laughs> Al Gale. There you go. Now this one sounds about mm, my sort of skill set. Really, it sounds really easy. And I love cheese and I love egg. That's right. And I think you know this Yum. is quite a. It's a dip. So, I mean, you know, I just sort of thought, well, we're still in the holiday mode, and so get the crackers out, or if you've made your own crackers from another recipe that I've actually <laughs> given you on, on, you know, recently, that you can make these and um, and have it with those um, little uh, crackers that we homemade. But anyway, um, it's 115 grams of cream cheese, one tablespoon of lemon juice, one table tablespoon of grated onion, a half a teaspoon of uh, Worcestershire sauce. Is that correct? It's Worcester. Oh, that is sorry. my bugbear. I'm going to say to everyone Worcester. right now. Worcester. Worcestershire. W-O-O-S-T-E-R. <laughs> it is not Worcestershire. <laughs> it's Worcester. Worcester sauce. Is it's that how you say it? Worcester. Worcester yep. sauce? Worcester. Oh, okay. Worcester <laughs> sauce. Gee, I've learned something today. It's only half a teaspoon anyway, so I suppose it's <laughs> worth mentioning. But anyway, thank you, Tanya. Sweet. I'll remember that. I think I'll put a circle around that in my recipe book. Worcester sauce. Righto. And a half a teaspoon of prepared mustard and mayonnaise, of course, to blend. Uh, three hard-boiled eggs chopped up uh, and one tablespoon of chopped parsley and, of course, good old salt and pepper. Now, I'm just wondering about these three hard-boiled eggs chopped. I wonder if you could sieve them to make it a little bit finer or, you know, how people sort of can mash. sieve the yolks or mash. Yeah, yeah. you could. Yeah. Um, doesn't ne- necessarily have to be chopped up, but, of course, you know, sometimes well, they can sieve the yolk. I don't know about the white, but... You know, maybe if you didn't want it to be so chunky, Mm. you could actually do that. So what we're doing is uh, soften cream cheese. And, I mean, softening cream cheese is just like leaving it out of the fridge, really, for a a couple of hours and let it uh, be there at room temperature and beat until smooth. And flavour with seasoning, uh, the lemon, onion, Oh, I have to say it again. Worcester sauce, I've said it right, and and mustard. And blend well, adding a little mayonnaise, just add a little bit of mayonnaise to make um, a dip consistency because obviously it might be just, um, you know, a little bit dry. 
and then fold in your chopped eggs or however you want to put them in and loads of parsley and serve in a small bowl with lovely crackers and um, or crisp veggies, actually. Oh, you know, yeah. you could do carrot and um, celery. Celery. Yeah, which good. I've got in my garden and I haven't been doing much with it. And uh, But I did get a lovely red cabbage out of it. Oh, and, yeah, true. Yeah, beautiful. And there you are. You've got a cheese and egg dip for your, um, you know, for you to entertain with or just to have yourself, actually. And do you know what? I'd probably smear that all over a big white crust of bread. Yeah, <laughs> or, or toast. toast. Oh, you yeah. Know, lovely piece of, you know, toast. Oh. It would be very, very nice. And, um, yeah, so that's that's our dip. Well, there you go. Yes. Well, and, now. Uh, I think we've just about... Um, done our recipes for, for today. I think we have. Well, it's New Year's Day. It My is, goodness, yeah. I'm going to let you go and relax. Oh, thank you. That's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> You've been listening to Gail. She's just ploughed on through the holidays, just providing you with recipes and entertainment and a bit of fun. And I always like to wind her up. Next time you're in the supermarket, have a look at the Whitlock's bottles that look yeah. like they say Worcestershire yeah. sauce. Does it say that? This is how I learnt. If you read on the back, they have a little blurb on the back of the Whitlock's Bottles, Do they? And they say it's not Worcestershire, it's pronounced W O O S T E R, Worcester. Well, I never, I'm writing that down. Right, she's going to go and look at Whitlock's. And I am, because I've got to go to the supermarket, so I'm going to head straight to the Worcester sauce and I'm going to check up. Right, yeah, that's go. interesting. And so will everybody else, I think, now that you've told them. <laughs> that's my little bugbear. Thanks, Gay. We'll catch you next week. Lovely. Happy New Year, everybody. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.